Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, a good night for some who might be listening in another time zone. My name is Miracles One, and welcome to the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. And no, it is not the BS that you might be thinking. Broke spirits is the BS. In the Chronicles, there are stories, conversations about putting together the mind, the body, and the soul and making them one again and whole so it can be unity with the spirit. So sit back, relax, and do whatever it takes for you to get comfortable right now. And let's talk along with picking up the broken pieces. All right, people, let's go. Let's go. It is conversation time. All right, people, we are back again. Another week has passed. Uh, We had a little gathering uh, last week. And this is still in season two. Man, I'm trying to finish this thing up, but it is going on for a reason in a season. But we are season two, episode three, still in a circulatory system series, man. Uh, Yeah, it has been a long one, but when I, 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 I most definitely feel it was not was it has been it was it's been needed that we kind of stretch this out and make sure that I covered everything so you can have all the tools you need to not make no mistakes in this harvest season. So without further ado, let me give you the title. And you might read, I don't know yet because I hadn't posted it. When I tell y'all it's live, I record live and then post right after. I hadn't put the title on the app yet, so it might not fit completely. So if you see a dot, 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 understand why. But today's title is this. There is a snake in your garden among the weeds. Weeds. And one is a friend. Um, I don't want no one to misunderstand what I'm trying to say when I say one is a friend. The word friend in this particular situation is to help you understand that I'm not calling your friend or whatever that person is. Once we get into that part of the podcast, a snake. What I'm trying to tell you is they might have to bite you to reveal and help get rid of some things in your garden. And I get in that later because I, I can't tell you what episode it was. It's been so many ago. We, we almost were eight, seven, eight months in. But I said a while back, faithful are the wounds of a friend. And I got to, co- I have to cover some of this series, do some things that have happened in my own life because when I when I share with you guys what I'm experiencing, I'm sharing with you so if you went through this already, you understand why. If you go through it, you you'll know how to respond instead of react. And then if you don't go through it at all, hey, that's even better. But in the case that you might have to, I mean, in, in that case, I'm sorry, in the case that you don't, you can share with somebody. So uh, another thing I want to do before I get started I need to apologize. I didn't realize it until I was checking some statistics that even though I changed the date a few episodes ago from Thursday to Sunday, on the website it said Sunday, but on all the apps and my main app on Anchor, it was still saying Thursday. So please uh, forgive me if you felt like, oh my God, uh, where has he been? He's not here on Thursdays at seven and I haven't been. I've been here on Sundays at one. Uh, I say one-ish because sometimes it takes the podcast a second to upload. But it was truly a mistake. Uh, uh, I just I just missed it. I don't know how I missed it, but it's corrected now. 
So now when you look at everything, it should say Sundays at one o'clock. All right. So today is going to be a three-parter. And the reason it has to be three-part, I have to divide this into three segments so you can grasp each concept, take a break, have a moment of thought, and then we move into the second part and the third part. But it won't be any longer. I'm trying to shoot this thing about 30, 32 minutes. So I don't know. I was talking before the gathering about falling forward. Interesting thing is next week we fall back and we fall back from a time standpoint. Uh, they like savings time. But today I need to fall back a hair to clean up some things. Um, I, I need to talk about these snakes and the role they play on the good side and the bad side. So the first thing we're going to talk about, let's talk about these bad snakes. Now, keep in mind, for you who have been through a hurricane or any type of flood, one of the dangers after the flood or after the weather, when the flood first happens, are they, there are snakes literally swimming up, depending on how the water was, up to your house, in your house, in your territory, some form of fashion. And it's not a good thing. And I, so I did some research in the crazy, these snakes, the reason they do this because they get flooded out of their own home. So I want you to think about that for a minute. When I was talking about the flood and, and how the landfall in the, uh, what you call the, oh man, when the water comes up, oh my, I lost my train of thought. But in one way, when the water comes up from the hurricane and from the, from the weather, when it comes up and it takes over and it rushes in, I was telling you guys how it cleans up. What I missed in all that, I didn't talk about how it removes the snakes you can't see. This water comes in, surge, there it is, sorry. It just came to me like, man, what was that word? The surge comes in and it floods these snakes' homes and they become displaced. And guess what they started looking for? A new territory to claim. So think about that for a minute. Right in the midst of your landfall, right in the midst of everything starting to happen, the water recedes, but keep in mind, most of these snakes live underground or below your feet. I could go there, I can go there, but I'm not going to do that today. But the snakes are always up under your feet. It's your job to trade over them and something here. But anyway, so even though the water goes back out to the Gulf or wherever it comes from, depending on where you live at, Atlantic to Ocean, Caribbean, pick a place. The snakes are still on the land, in possibly in your territory. So what I'm trying to tell you is this. You may have noticed in the last few weeks that, and it's not necessarily saying it's people. I get Because again, I get into that later when you deal with the friend, the good snakes, talking about the bad snakes now. It could be situations and circumstances that you thought was finished, but there were still some small things that need to be cleaned up. And the crazy thing about these snakes are when they come up into your area after being flooded out, they're looking for places to hide. Those places to hide could be, it could be issues in your character. It could be issues. And I know I've talked about this before, but it's very important 
that I, I had to fall back on this and rehash this because it, you still have some small things that you're probably working out because you're so busy in the midst of working the field right now and working through your harvest and, 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 and starting together that you might overlook some of these small, these small things or the, I call them brush fires. But the great thing about your inner circle and the flood that came, it brings some other things you didn't realize were still there to the surface. So I want you to look at the last week or two or so and ask yourself this hard question. What things in my character, personality, whatever, have I noticed now I didn't notice before? Or maybe somebody else noticed and brought to my attention. Whatever that thing is, instead of getting prideful and be like, oh, that's not a problem, it might not seem like a problem now because it's a small thing. But that small thing could become a big thing later. And keep it at 100 with you. I've had some things in my character, in my, my way of doing leadership, relationships or whatever, that have been brought to the surface because of all the storms and stuff I just came out of. And I didn't realize that was there because I was dealing with so much of the big stuff that these small things, again, they seem like small things over the last few weeks, as the dust is starting to settle, I think the best thing to say is we're going through a fine tuning and we have to be careful because here's the crazy thing. I'm not going to focus. You have most water snakes. Not, you don't have too many that are, that are venomous. That, I mean, sorry, that are poisonous, that have venom. But you do have one I'm going to talk about uh, from the south. Actually, lives in the water. So get just imagine if this was the rain. So I want you, I want to use this one as from a metaphorical standpoint. It's called a water moccasin. And yes, it can bite you. And if you don't get, you know, if you're not seen at the hospital taken care of, you can end up dying from the bite. Even if it's a baby. They say it might not have as much poison, but bottom line is, it's a poison snake. I want you to look at these little things, that these little issues that you think are small that have been bought from the, to the surface because of the rain, because you're in your season. And the crazy thing is they pop up at the most inopportune moments. And when they do, if you're not quick to realize that, hold up, this is a good thing, you might write it off and say, you know what, bump them, I like that about me. I could have said that. I've had some things where I allowed certain things to irritate me that probably at the end of the day wasn't even worth it. And I could sit there and choose either to try to change or tell a person to not do that. I'd be like, you know what? I ain't gonna let it bother me. I still gotta do what I gotta do. Now, at the same time, you might bring something to, to a person as, as a friend and say, hey, that bothers me, whatever. And it's up to them to choose what not to deal with it. But if they don't, and you're looking at the overall picture of the relationship, the, the, whether it be work, personal, whatever, a family member, you have to ask yourself, is it worth killing it because of this little thing? But the question that both of you have to ask each other, again, it depends on the maturity level of each person involved. Is this thing something that could pop up somewhere else? If it is, that's the snake that's poisonous. If it's not, that's the snake that's just a water snake that's irritating. And I say that for a reason, because keep in mind, even though I said focus on the poison snakes, you have other snakes that come up because all snakes are flushed out. And I'm sorry, I keep it 100. If I see any snake, I'm not sitting there to wait to see if it's poisonous. I'm not looking for spots. I'm going to be trying to get that sucker out of my area, no matter what. 
So even though some of these little things might not be poisonous to the relationship or to you overall, it might be a thing where you just like to sit there and say, is it worth me acting like that? If it's worth you acting like that, because those are snakes too. But I know without a shadow of a doubt, these things are popping up um, as we are moving forward in this gathering. And I had to fall back to address it because I didn't talk about that aspect of it. Um, the crazy thing is when you do a little research on what these snakes are looking for, they're looking to get out. Of, they're trying to get out again. They got flooded out, but they also want to get away from the high water. So they look for places that have coverings. <laughs> they look for inside of homes, storage sheds, barns, and other buildings. Why? Because they want to be protected from the storm or any more rain. So think about that for a minute. If I am the enemy of your soul, I'm not saying I am, but you, I'm painting this picture. I want to try to cover up those things that don't seem like they're a big deal. Whether And let's talk about just even the small ones now. And have you not pay attention to them? I want, I want to hide them within your home, within your inner self, in a corner to where you don't pay attention to them. Because I know later, if you don't deal with the babies, then they'll grow into full grown something that will turn into something much larger later that can mess up your whole harvest. And we'll get into that, you know, as well. Because if I can keep a snake hidden among you, or hidden among the, amongst the gore and amongst, amongst the weeds. And I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a, a preview of what's coming in the third segment. I'm going to do that because I don't want you to see it coming. Because you're mature enough now because you're picking up so much of power that you can see the, the big things coming. You can see a big water moccasin or something coming up to your door after a flood. You're looking for it. But the small ones that's hidden, are you seeing those? So... What am I saying? I'm saying as we get ready to fall forward and time goes back, and, and, and the crazy thing is about time going back, when time goes back, I'm going to tell you the significance of that. That is time being restored to you that you thought you lost. So next weekend, I don't know what the title is going to be, but I think we're going to deal with that. But it's, it's in, in, in this harvest, it's part of your restoration of everything you thought you lost during the storm you just came out of. Because now... It's, you're going to get the time redeemed. We'll get into that next week. So as we go into our first break, I want to, again, remember as we're falling forward, and then next week we're going to, time's going to fall back and we're going to start recovering even more as we continue gathering. Look at the little snakes. Look at the ones that are not venomous and the ones that are venomous, non-venomous, I'm sorry, and venomous. Because Regardless, you don't want to allow them to mess up what you're in, where you're going, and everything that's coming to you. All right? So I'm going to take this first break. Again, it's your boy Miracles 1. This is the BPC. We'll be back in about 30 seconds.
All right, people, I'm back. Miracles 1, BPC, Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast. We're dealing with these snakes. <laughs> That's a snake in your garden, among the weeds, and one is a friend. All right, so last segment, I was talking about the bad snakes, but this segment, I want to talk about the good snakes. He's like, what is a good snake? So I'm going to, we're going to move from the flood zone to the harvest, to the garden, to the fields. So I'm going to try not to have this segment as long. I didn't realize we got to go in the last segment. It was about 15 minutes um, or 14 minutes. And I'm going to shout out Tony because he was like, man, one of my regular listeners, it's like, it seems like they're getting shorter. And I was like, no. He said, I know they're not short. It's just been so much packed in. I said, yeah, I keep them about, you know, 30 to 33 minutes. So today it might be a little overtime, a few minutes, but it'd be worth it. So, so uh, shout out to you, Tony. But anyway, let's get into these good snakes and um, the qualities. Let me tell you the purpose of a good snake. So in the fields, if you talk to a farmer, and I'm tying this back to last week, we was dealing with the gathering stuff too, talking about the fields. So I think it's, it's most definitely uh, pertinent to, to talk about these good, and I say quote unquote, good snakes. Um, farmers actually, as crazy as saying, they like snakes for the most part. He's like, well, why would a farmer like snakes? So you have some pets. Let me talk about, when I say not pets, I'm sorry, pest, P-E-S-T-S. My southern uh, dialect sometimes bring words together, letters together. So instead of, I meant to say pest instead of pets. Almost sound alike coming out of my mouth. Anyway, um, let's keep moving. So you have these, these vermin, rats, mice, and other rodents. And insects as well, too. These rodents dig holes in fields. Pause. So think about this for a minute. I was just talking about how snakes are washed up out of their holes. And they were hidden underground. And they get exposed about the bad snakes. But now I got to talk about these rodents that come in to your farm, into your harvest field. You're in your gathering. In they come in there to damage crops. Where guess who takes care of those problems for you naturally? Now, I know you're saying, well, you can get some insecticide and things of that nature. Um, this is so crazy. You could, but you take a chance of damaging your harvest that you're gathering. So snakes actually are nature's way of controlling that population for you. Because they are your natural exterminators. All right. What am I saying? Remember, I was talking. I said, I get to the good snakes and talk about faith for the wounds of a friend in the next, in the second, one of the segments. Check this out. That friend, matter of fact, let me rewind it. Let me tell you the qualities of a good snake or a good friend that has the qualities of the snake, not a snake. The snake that, to me, I need to be clear, <laughs> the snake that helps protect you during your harvest season. Okay? This person could be a fellow co-worker. It could be an employee. It could be your significant other. It could be your parent. You don't know who it is going to be. But if you don't recognize this when it happened, they could save, they're saving you a lot of unnecessary hurt. So let's say, for some reason, during the exposure, during the after the surge phase, you missed out on some of these issues or these snakes that popped up that was exposed that you were supposed to get out your garden. 
some, no, not sometimes, most of the time, 99% of the time, someone who's close to you in different areas might be close to your work as a leader or a co-leader, or whatever, close to you as an employee, and they see you, how you lead, whatever that situation is, might close to you as your significant other. They see you in ways nobody else see you in those particular aspects. They also, they have a microscope on you. Not purposely, it's just they're growing with you because they're investing their time in you, so they got a microscope. So if something comes up that's, that's constantly happen, happening, it's going to be brought to your attention or their attention. So this, I would call this defense mechanism number two. This is how crazy and how vested your inner circle is to make sure that you actually make it and you gather everything you're supposed to in this season, especially as you get ready to go into restoration time come next week before we go into the winter. Yeah, that's what we're going to do next week. We're going to actually tie this into, we're going to come out of the fall and go into the, talk about winter. So vested into you that if you didn't make it, here come that, that snake, the good snake, and say, hey, I need to eat some of this, these things that's going on with you up. Because if not, it's going to cause problems where you're going. Let's say it's your inner circle. Let's say it's your, your significant other. I, I kind of go through each level. Your significant other sort of tells you things about your character that's between you and her or you and him, whatever. And to you, you was like, this is you and I. Either, you know, deal with it or I work on it. And you was taking a snapshot because the big picture is if your inner circle is bringing it to your, your attention, by using that person who's in your inner circle that he's put on stage with your she, whatever. It's something that's going to hurt you later because you can't see the future. But whatever did to you believe in faith allows them to pour these things and give you insight, foresight into what's coming. So if this thing keeps popping up, you best believe that quality is a great thing. Is a great thing. Sorry about that noise. You might have caught up my recording. I forgot to mute my phone. But anyway, that quality for them to start calling those things out so they can help eat them up is one of the good qualities of a good friend, a good snake quality. They have this amazing eyesight. They have this amazing way of sneaking up on that thing that you thought you want, you, you want to keep. I like that about my personality. Well, I can tell you, I got called out a couple of times this week in different ways, work, personal, relational. And you know what? I could have chose one or two things. I could have sat there and got pride for it. I've had it all this time. Or I can realize what it was. That this was something that could have affect the rest of my harvest. It could affect the ability of this harvest to grow into what it's supposed to be. And to affect the ability for it to come up the way it's supposed to come up and to be together. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful that good snake that it eats those things that are negative to me. But the crazy thing is you reap what you sow. So the same way that person or thing does it for you, you do it for them. Happened to me at work as well, too. I had my second command tell me about something because I was ready to move on something too fast. And they were like, hmm, pull back, boss, check this out. And they gave me a different perspective. And I realized that was my old way of doing things before this new season. It worked then, but it don't work now because I'm not that same person. Sometimes we have a tendency to, to bring old methods into new seasons. It is not that they're bad methods, but they don't work where you're at. 
So if it get exposed again, it's not a bad thing. You see what I'm saying? So that's okay. It, it, it is okay for this to still be happening because this is fine-tuned. This is right before you get to the palace. I'll tell you a quick story before we have our break. Uh, this is a biblical story. It was a, a, a cat in the Bible named Joseph. Not Mary's Joseph, another one. And it was a story from the pit to the palace. Long story short, he was picked by, you know, by God to, to be the person to save his family. Now, keep in mind, save his family when the, when a famine came. Keep in mind, this family he saved actually tried to kill him. His brothers was jealous of his gifts and his talents. I'm, I know I'm talking to somebody right now. It might be your family. It might be your coworkers, whatever, whoever it is. They tried to kill him. But thing is, when you have a purpose and you have destiny, nobody can take you out before your time. Because your season is coming. These storms just telling you, matter of fact, the storms you've been in are just telling you your season is coming. So you just have to weather them. So he weathered all these different storms. He got thrown into a pit. They left for dead. Somebody found him. That person found, they found him and took him to, to live and, and serve their master, a guy named Potiphar. He got accused because he, he wouldn't sleep because he was loyal to his master. So trying to do good, he got accused. Uh, she said he, he, he tried to rape her. He didn't touch her. And then he got thrown into prison. Think about that. He's been, he was given this promise. Let me give you some backstory as well. Got to look excited. He was given this promise by God that, you know, he's going to do this. He's going to have all his favor. Yada, yada, yada. And he starts going through hell and high water. And nothing looked like the promise of the season that he was looking forward to. So then he gets thrown into prison. And I always tell people, your gifts will make room for you and bring you before mighty men and women. And in prison, because he had his gift for interpreting dreams, the king's baker and somebody else was in there. I can't remember. But anyway, long story short, the king needed a dream interpreted. Well, it got out to the king that this cat, Joseph, could interpret dreams. So the king called for him. But before he went to see the king, he was prepared. They said, you can't go the way you're going now because this was his final destination. The palace was his place where he gets to be that person to help save his family, to help, re help restore people, to be a gift to the nations and the people that's in his bloodline. I can say I say nations for a reason. But that's a whole nother story because nations came out their bloodline. But anyway, so they had cleaned him up and everything. I want you to look at now as these good snakes as part of your cleanup because of where you're going. Because some of you got promotions, some of you started new business, some of you got a whole bunch of different things. And what you don't see that's little, the things that irritate you or whatever are things that if you do later in those other positions, it could cost you in that new season because it'll grow. It'll grow into something bigger than what it is now. So be thankful for those who, who call you out of your stuff, you know? So anyway, it's a cool story. Uh, hit up in a palace. His brothers went through a famine. They came through and um, they needed assistance and they didn't recognize him. And he was the one that blessed them and gifted them what they needed. You are getting ready to be a person that's going to give people what they need. And some of them are going to be the ones who turned their back on you and did you wrong. But you know what? It is easy to love your loved ones or people who've done right by you, but it's harder to love your people who've done wrong. But that's true love. And it doesn't True love doesn't remember, it doesn't keep records of wrongs, and it never fails. And it always perseveres, it always protects, and rejoices in truth. 
uh, is kind, is patient, is not proud, not prideful. So remember that because this harvest that you're going into now is about everybody else, especially those that did you wrong. But anyway, all right, can take another break and I'm going to shorten the next segment, but I'm going to leave you with this before we go into it. Be careful as you deal with these snakes because there are some that blend into the weeds and both are bad for your garden. All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to deal with these garden snakes, but not garden snakes. All right, Miracles One, talk to you soon. All right, people, I'm back. This is the last segment. I know it's a little bit longer than usual podcast, but I promise you it's worth it. So last statement I said, it's probably a shorter segment, probably eight, nine minutes, even that, because I got this thing up to you guys. So I'm running a few minutes behind, but forgive me. It's going again, it's going to be worth it. I said, be careful because there are some snakes that blend in with the weeds and both are bad for your garden. So his thing about weeds. And before I talk to you about the weeds, weeds is not your job yourself to pull the weeds off of you from around things. Because you, even though these are your crops that you've been blessed with and given, at the end of the day that you're in a circle, what you believe in is going to help pull the things that's wrapped around you too closely and too tight. That might end. It's going to prune those bad things off. You might use somebody else to expose those things. But it might not be dealt with overnight, and that's okay. It's okay if something somebody exposed you, you don't get it overnight. Your job is to pray to what, to what you believe. Like I say, you know, you're my deal. I'm praying to God, say, look, work on these character issues that I have because I can't change this overnight. And it, it, evidently, it's something that's not good in the long run because it keeps coming up. That's what a weed is. A weed is that thing that's slowly sucking the life out of a crop. And the thing about weeds are they also... Let me read this, what they said about weeds. Weeds, this is what they said about from a farming standpoint. Weeds cause many problems. They can, more important, they can reduce the crop yield. They can cause a loss, great crop losses. Or I'm going to say harvest losses. I mean, we're gathering in large numbers if they get a head start. And the crazy thing is that they can also cause your, your crop not to be as healthy and not being tainted. So these things that have been exposed, if you're not careful, you ignore them. You're going to not only have weeds that's going to deal with your crop and mess up your harvest that you're walking in now, because even though the seasons might be changing in actuality in real life, this harvest season you walk into is going to last a while. Why do you think? The inner circle is going through so much of trouble to clean all this up so you don't mess up your own blessing. Because it's you, it, in preparation for you to be a good steward of what's coming to you 
and what's coming, what's in the process of what you're gathering. And these snakes, as you're going through this process, some other things are going to come up because you didn't see them. And that person close to you might didn't see them. But I can guarantee you, God, or whatever you choose to follow, will shine a light on some of these other issues that you have. And it was a snake that wasn't moving. It was just sitting there because it was trying to hide because the enemy of your soul does not want you to see everything that needs to be changed. But I can promise you, if you believe in anything where there's light, there can be no darkness. The light would be shining upon that thing. Deal with it and move on from it. Or it would cost you later because a snake could turn into a weed, metaphorically speaking, and wrap itself around you so tight. And so it's slowly sucking the life out of you. And not only is it going to affect your harvest, it's going to affect you and everybody around you. And you don't want that. So the best thing you can do is if it's if it's brought to your attention, identify, deal with it. If you can't deal with it, pray about it and, and allow allow your inner circle to prune you. And work on it because some things take time. It's not overnight. The same grace that God or whoever gives you, make sure you be ready to dish it out to others, too, because you're going to have some issues pop up. and You're going to see some issues pop up with people close to you. And you're going to decide at that moment, do I want to just cut this tree down that's produced so much of fruit in my life just because this one bad fruit that's there? Or do I want to cut that, allow that fruit to fall off and, and, and be reminded how much of good came from it? Because I want to forget that I got my own issues too. And that same person, that same employee, whoever, they're doing the same with you. You got to do the same with them. That's a lesson for me because I just took over uh, a, a, a new, like I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, last week, a new position where I'm growing a team and making changes. And I have to remember that too as I'm going to this week. So that was some good food for thought. But like I told you, I was going to keep, try to keep the segment as short as possible. But I want you to make sure that you do not let anything mess up this harvest. And who knows? I might go to this whole three-part thing where I do like a conclusion instead of just abruptly, abruptly ending that second segment. Because as I get ready to sort of evolve in this, this, this podcast to evolve and I bring guests, we might need a conclusion segment instead of just uh, two parts and then it ends at the second part. Kind of like the, the, it allows me to sort of winding down in the conclusion. And it's, I make it much shorter than everything else. So the lesson in all this, look, like I said, there's a snake in your garden among the weeds and one is a friend. Recognize your friends. Recognize the snake that's a friend and don't try to kill it because it's set there and brought something to your attention that need to be dealt with. Because if it was brought to your attention, your inner circle, who's allowed that person or that, that career, whatever, to be there, was using them. No matter how much sometimes we don't want to accept it. I accept mine. And I'm going to grow from there. I'm going to grow from this week. I picked up some, because of those pieces that were identified on me, I picked up power because I'm choosing to let those things go. I'm choosing to be more patient. I'm choosing to be more understanding. I'm choosing to be more flexible when I'm dealing with those close to me and those I'm trying to lead and grow. Just actually do the same. So like I say, as we close and we conclude this episode of the BPC, I'm excited, y'all. Like I got my energy back, man. I got my wind back. And I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It's like second wave. I'm ready to go with you guys. Um, and I, I appreciate you. So like we say in the BPC, if you're going to go through it, you might as well grow through it. And when you're picking up pieces, you're picking up power. And since we're talking about trees, we're going to call the tree of S, the support tree. On that tree, 
fruits of sharing and subscribing and supporting in any way you can. They all fall up under the big umbrella of the branches of, of, the, of the root of the tree, the trunk of the tree of support. Keep doing it. Keep sharing. Because again, I don't come back here for, it's not for money, it's for changing lives. And I'm going to keep coming back until God even tell me to stop. I leave this earth. I'm excited for what's coming. Let's get ready. Restoration is, is about to be here. It's knocking at the door. And everything up to now was preparing you for your palace. And you walk into your purpose as kings and queens of this new harvest and this new season. All right. I'm Miracles One. I see you guys next week. Love you to life. Peace. Thank you.